Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, let's go. I'll go wherever you want. Follow me. Right. Hey. Off we go. We're off. We're running. We're off. This looks like, you know, we could, um, there was a show in, was it in Australia? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was. I can't remember where I seen it. But the crowd all wear earphones. Yeah. And they can only hear what the guy's saying as they're walking Is it like silent disco comedy? Yeah. Nice. So there's people going, yay, and... Ooh, and there's people watching them go, oh my God, <laughs> what are they doing? Um, listeners, the voice you can hear is Jason Byrne. Yeah, hello. Jason uh, Byrne. Yeah, this is my, my, my funny guy. My 20... First proper funny guy, I guess, really. Yeah, 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 comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, not that the other people weren't funny. They weren't comedians. Oh, well. Whereas, you know... They better not be funnier than me. That's going to be real bad, isn't it? No, there's no pressure. It's a, it's a, To be fair, we've only just started having guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't mean the two users running around. Yeah, talking to, to yourself. It's been us two for, for a while. Well, only for six months. Yeah. The only thing is that I kind of wonder is, you know, because this is audio, Yeah. do we have to run? Well, well not, <laughs> we have to fake the breathlessness if you don't. I think we've no, all we don't have to, but I mean, you don't. Been in our life. We can do any aerobic activity. Yeah. I don't really see a problem. Don't, just don't tell them breathing. that we haven't been running all this time. Well, what I like um, with running in Edinburgh is... So what happened with me, I'll tell you about how the exercise started. Yeah. I was asked to do... I don't know if this was a racist thing, but ITV... <laughs> That's a great thing to drop before you yes. say it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll all be able to decide. Yeah. So ITV <laughs> asked us to do a kind of a, a talent show. Like It was like a charity thing, and everybody had to pick something they'd never done before. Right. So Jason Manford did opera. Okay. But yeah. it turned out he actually was a good opera singer. Other actors did guitars and stuff. And I said, yeah, I might like to sing, because I've never really sang before. And they went, yeah, any chance you could do Irish dancing instead? Right. <laughs> yeah, that was racist. Yeah, <laughs> full on. Yeah. So I went, I've, I've never Irish danced in my life, though, either. So Come that, that hard. Come on, well, surely I mean, you did it as a child on, yeah, the, on like, the cobbles. Well, Come on. Yeah, like, yeah, as the English were coming. <laughs> <laughs> we were just. Were you eating, eating potatoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating potatoes and hitting bin, bin lids off the ground. <laughs> yeah. So. I went. To, I didn't realise how intense it was, so I had to learn it. It's called hard shoe. Okay. So I went to the girl who was like this head dancer. So she was to teach me this dance. And after ten minutes in the training room, she went, 
we can't do this. Like, why not? You are so unfit. <laughs> there is no way I can teach you how to do this dance. Do you know what that means? She obviously fancied you. Yes, yeah, she did. You could tell. You yeah. could tell the vibe she was so strong. She loved it. <laughs> she asked me to go away. Yeah, that's what I got from that. So, yeah. from then I started. So when I was a kid, I ran. Right. I did uh, 1,500 metres was my thing. Well, when you were like, how old? Well... All the way up into secondary school, up to like 17. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were 1,500. Yeah. 15s and 3,000 metres and all that. Yeah, Right, so my... So it, when I was a kid, we had no coaches. I was, uh, I was, uh, um, what I used to do was the. Uh, it's about 400 meters out of the school playground into the street where you could smoke without being found. <laughs> I see. Yeah. That's what I did when Which I was sprint. I, I, yeah, I assumed that. But the, we know. Look, now kids have got coaches. There's a running school and a running section in the school. Yeah. And so we had to train ourselves. And this, you know, teacher. With his fags in the car, drove me and Ronan Gar. <laughs> oh, oh. Hello. Hey, oh, that's. Right, let's have a look. No, that's, no, a, that's a matter of grave concern. Oh, Wait a minute, let me see if it's still recording. That's a bit of drama. That is a bit of drama. Yeah, that was on the spot fly recording. Yeah, I mean, the great thing is that last time that happened, even though it looked like it was still working, it never worked again. Oh, well, that's it, right? That was closed and it's made its way over. Yeah, I reckon we should put it around the back, right around the the back. With the foundation. Then hope uh, for the best. No worries. The pounding. Can we do a little uh, wish and touch some wood as well? Yeah. Okay, right, we're all right. Yeah, good. So you were running with who? A bit of wood. So the teacher, it was only me and Ronan Garvey that got into the. The Dublin finals, right? And uh, the teacher was smoking and in the car. Do you want to this way, that way? And he, uh, <laughs> can we, can we? <laughs> he just didn't care. So, Ronan Garvey was long jump, and I was the fifteen hundred meter. So you were pretty swift then, if you're getting into the finals of things. Yeah, I don't. Well, you're the, naturally uh, quite quick. All Ireland, right? Uh, well, so, so I was yeah. representing Dublin in my with my school, <laughs> but yeah, nobody yeah. gave a shit. <laughs> like they were just like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I get. I get there, these guys have got coaches, right? And I'll never forget this. This is like, I must have been 15 at this stage. This guy has alopecia. Right. You know, like Matt Lucas kind of look. Yeah. And everybody knew him because he was fast. Right. right? I mean, shit, this guy's in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> the so alopecia I thought, guy's in it. Yeah. I thought, because I had no coach, I'll coach myself with no experience. <laughs> I'll, I got, you know what's going to make me go quicker? No shoes, bare yeah. feet on, on a cork track. God, you were years ahead with that theory. Oh, listen, off I went. Yeah. I'll never forget it. And I was leading. I was going, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. And I was going fast. Like, second lap, lovely. I'm leading. This is it, man. Third one. Ding, ding. And the next minute, they all just legged it by me. They were using me as a pacer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you had nothing left in your legs. because the Well, my calves then seized up like concrete. Yeah, because of the pounding and the barefoot. Yeah, and that was it. I had to be carried <laughs> by my teacher across the pitch and hit with a fag in his mouth, and then uh, like a babe in arms. Yeah, yeah. I like that Olympics guy who pulled his hamstring and his dad came out. Derek Redmond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was like that. And then, but this is no crap. While that was happening, Ronan Garvey won gold in the long jump, <laughs> and nobody there to hug him. So I've been yeah sporting all my life. I've always done loads of stuff. I think that's what we comedy. I think that's why it's physical. Well, you're very physical on stage. Isn't yeah, it? and I just, I need to feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, moving. Yeah. I so when did you get back into it then, the running? So then, with the Irish dancing do that, I then started running. So I thought, that's the quickest way to get fit. So I started doing that. 
and then uh, got into a gym with a friend of mine and he was like, you know, he does all sorts of stuff in the gym. And then he said, uh, do you run? I went, yeah, I do a bit of run. I do like, like when I train, I'll do 10K now, right? Right. Just to train, just get out and get yeah. it done. So he goes, do you want to do New York City Marathon? Okay. <laughs> and I went, no. <laughs> I said, you know, I've done, I'm 1,500 meters. I mean, like still mar- long, tall people in marathons. They don't like it. Little lads are great at the moment. Yes, yeah. So I end up doing it for charity. Where was this? In New York. But, but, the charity was the Temple Street Children's Hospital. Right. So I was brought into the hospital. Right. To see the sick children. I think it was a ploy. You can't say no. No, no I don't fancy it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Having met them, I don't fancy it. Yeah, and he's sitting there with wires in his head. <laughs> I'm thinking if he can take the pain, yeah. I can. So then I started training. And I was, that's, only, that's two years ago. Right. It's like the fittest I've ever been in my life. Unbelievable. It's great. Your first marathon's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, so well, how was it? Well, I was coming up to it, I was on 7 minute 15 miles. Right. That's the kind of speed I was at. Nice pace. Yeah. So my plan was to do about 3.45. Okay. So yeah, not yeah. kill myself. And <laughs> that's good time though, for your first marathon. Yeah, but one thing I'd say, I don't know yeah. about you guys, and a bit of advice I learned was never run a marathon with anybody better than you. Because right. you yourself too fast. Well, two yeah, they went the two lads, one of them was an Irish was my trainer friend, right, who was right. just so fit. The other one was an ex Irish boxer yeah. who had a building company in Ireland or sorry in New York. Really he, tough. So, he hadn't even trained. Right. Somebody gave him a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so he rocked up and he went, I'll be joining your life. And I was going, okay, I thought he's going to die. Yeah. No problem. They make you feel really good about yourself, don't they, those guys? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm running, right? And the problem is with people who are better than you, you're, you're not only are you trying to keep up with them, but they're constantly going, are you okay? Are you all right? Uh, yeah. And I'm going, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I am all right. Stop asking me. So... We're 12, we, at, uh, 12 miles, we did, uh, we did the hour and a half. Right. And it was the most amazing so that's day great. ever. That's great. Yeah. Like, they're, oh, in, have you ever done New York? The Martin? No, I've, no. Done, I've, done, we've, I've done London five times and Rob's done probably a couple more. No, four, four, four times. Right. And I've done Berlin and right. uh, well, Yorkshire, but never. Um, you, I want to do New York before I'm 50. That's always been oh, the listen. thing. So if you do it for charity, you can get straight in. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you've got to do that lottery thing. And you gotta win the lottery and then pay. Yeah, yeah, and pay for it. So I go. I want a mansion, a big holiday, yeah. party for all my friends, <laughs> and, and a place York. in the New York Marathon. So I do it, and we get a. Oh, there's those pacer guys as well. I wish I stayed with, with her. The little, little flags. Yeah, yeah, this girl going. So she's talking to them all the way. She's on 3:45, and uh, she's going, "Watch the bridge now. This is insane." Right, and <laughs> all that stuff, right? And the crowds are absolutely amazing. You run. I heard that the big bridges over the over the. Uh, oh. They they kind of seem not, nothing at first, and then in the end, they're like really long, gentle. Jesus harsh Christ! Hills. We had the uh, breeziest one of the breeziest days ever. Bollocks, right? <laughs> and uh, I then get onto Staten Island Bridge. You take off your, you know, your jumper and your, your tracksuits. Yeah. And you throw them to the side. Yeah. 
and Mexicans like ants around food <laughs> grab the clothes <laughs> and put them into these bags because they're supposed to go to charity but they nicked them all right. and uh, <laughs> off you go across the bridge right? you're like oh this is just no noise it's just breeze and then you hit uh, Brooklyn is it? yeah hang on Queen. yeah and you do 11 miles down there straight down the hill but that's where you lose the plot because they're all cheering you. And you go a bit fast. And you have to have your name right. on your top because they love going, Go Jason! Right, yeah. So anyway, long story short, all the way through, it's all great. Uh, coming off that 85th, 89th, whatever bridge it is, that big, you know, that big iron. Right, yeah. Going across the, the one river. Where, I was going to say the one with Sean Connery meets Kevin Costner, but that's in Chicago. Yeah, that's no, not it. It's not it. So it's the other one where I'm sure there's been a couple of chases. And uh, I guess... <laughs> So we get down, there's about 10,000 people at the end. Yeah. Going, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. So <laughs> I hit around, I hit around tw- mile 20. And it's like somebody started to hit a button on my legs. So I'm totally fine in my lungs and my head. Mm, mm. And it's like someone starts pouring concrete into my legs. And then mile 22, it was like, bang, I had to stop. It's an amazing feeling, isn't it? To get Jesus shut down Christ, like, yeah. I was going, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Because I was fine. So all these strangers come over to me and start rubbing me legs. <laughs> and they're going, come on, man, you're okay. And so after the clothes thing, you're worried they're going to steal your legs. Yeah, they steal me. Start making your shorts. So, then, so that's in Central Park near the finish. So I go, oh, thanks a million, right? And they pick me back up and I start kind of walking fast to try and get going again. And it was just, so there's thousands and thousands of people, right? I just hear this guy, Jason. Jason! <laughs> and I look across, there's just one guy, about four people in, pointing at me. Run, man! Run! <laughs> so I just started running. And I dragged myself to the line. I did it in four hours, two minutes. Ah, uh, nice. And I was, yeah, I know, but if it wasn't for that concrete blast. Yeah, yeah. So I found out what happened afterwards was that, like, the, like whatever, I'd never done a marathon, but I was starting to slouch. And right. when you slouch with your back and all, right. the blood goes into your back to try and straighten you. That's okay. what they were telling me. And right. Uh, right. it was coming out of my legs. <laughs> it wasn't going, going into my muscles anymore. Right. It was trying to keep me upright. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so just get more, you just get more tired the longer it goes on with a marathon, doesn't it? Yeah. You set off, it feels great. Yeah. And early, if your early pace is too fast... Yeah, then I, you just finish yourself. And also, the thing is, when you get tired, you kind of imagine being tired like in real life, where you think, oh, I'm a bit tired now. When yeah. you get tired in a marathon, it's more like this. You think, oh, oh, it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's gone away. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All that I thought I had. Yeah. It's just suddenly not there anymore. Well, it's like, it's like a preview of what you're going to look like when you're 65, isn't it? When you see the photos. You see your photo at like 35 kilometres. Oh, that's what I'm going to look like. This gone, tired bloke. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, trying yeah. not to look, but in, in Central Park, at that last finish... Oh, by the way, you run five kilometres the day before. Right, okay. Just down to the finish line because... You know, a marathon is 20.6.3 or something, is it? 26.2. Yeah, so... Well, 40... 42.95 okay. Yeah, but that 26 miles is not the finish. Right. Yeah. So they go, you're going to think that's the finish. But it's not. You've yeah. got that corner to get around. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you do. So thank God I did. Yeah. Because I seen that 26 mile and went, okay, hang on. 
just that bloody corner. So run, Chase, but run! Everybody around us looked like fucking like having strokes and <laughs> bent, like you said. But that's that first <laughs> marathon thing, is it? I just didn't realise when I did my first one. Yeah. Just the amount of pain, and suffering, particularly if you're going for that sub four. I think that's the tide mark. You know, yeah. I I would recommend to everyone to get in with one of those pacers. Yeah. And stay with them. Yeah. Because I heard her. I could. Like, I was with her for a bit, and then I went on ahead of her and. She just goes, no, 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 everybody slow down. Slow down, You're going to get your 345, just stay still. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she goes, we're going to get a bit of speed going down. Because the bridge, the bridge is a mile climb up. Right. And a tiny bit down. Right, yeah, yeah. When you look at it on the map or you look at it on the telly, it looks like up, flat, down. Yeah. It's, oh. That's going to hurt. Up, 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 up. But, uh. Bit of, bit of Edinburgh. This is good. We got this oh, guy yeah. to prove we're in Edinburgh. This is normally. This is kind of. It's, it's probably a child as well being made play. Uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's a child. I'm convinced actually looking at people playing bagpipes that the actual instrument doesn't make any noise. Yeah, you're a tube. Because you're Scottish. That's probably an amplifier. Just so angry. Yeah. They're pressing on their own lungs. Yeah. If you listen carefully, you can hear the consonants. bastard. Out of But I had this not about you guys, but if you'd met yourself here 15 years ago, I mean, I've been here 20, I probably wouldn't talk to me. I'll probably see myself on the way home now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just crouch behind a tree, you know. You're going, so you're, you're running? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why are you running? Well, I'm working late here at the moment. And the other night, I was going home, but it was after the gig. But it was, you know, after five in the morning. Yeah. And I saw a woman running with her dog going really well. I was like, oh my goodness, when do you go to work that you need to run at 20 past five? And I saw some comedians of our acquaintance and their friends going home oh, at the same time. Absolutely hammered. It's all happening yeah, at once. Course, yeah. it's I just can't do up. that anymore. It's good, to, it's good when you accept that though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That you don't want to be up till four in the morning. Because well, well, I spent a few years in clubs in my late, in sort of yeah. mid-thirties thinking, why don't we all just go running, home now? Running yeah. you know, it's, like, it's like we've proved our point. We're still up. Let's just yeah. come on. But still. Where does so they, weren't, they weren't running clubs. <laughs> no, no. But all the years that you learn going drinking like when you go to a pub and you drink and you maybe take it till about half 12 one that's when you go home yeah that looking for the next one where's that moment where, where you have to drink something ridiculous or you'll go home that's what black sand bookers are for yeah <laughs> those drinks that you'll only drink if everyone else drinks one with you that's yeah. a sign isn't it this is delicious <laughs> i'm already always going to drink this but then i always found myself walking around the festival halfway and hating this place yeah i'm gonna hate edinburgh well, it's just so sure. long, isn't it? It's no. such an extreme experience. Yeah, but I think that's because... because you tied yourself out, isn't it? I've drank myself to hate. You know, yeah. to like kind of... Like that bagpipe guy. Yeah, So, if I do shit like this, I, can't, I don't mind Edinburgh. It kind of chills you out. I go and see out. a few shows. Yeah. 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 So, what I did here as well was... Because uh, I do jujitsu as well. Okay. So because I'm 44 now. Yeah. I have to eat. Like I've brought everything down. Right. You, are you 44 this year or last year? This year. Hi, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. 72. Good year for me. Yeah, 72. Are you? What are you? Yeah. Years? I was born November 72, so. Wow. A year younger than you at school. 
Do you 47, good man. I'm still here though. You're brilliant. I'm on his shoulder, mate. I'm all right. His first Edinburgh Festival was between the wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you mean the uh, like Braveheart era? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine that audience. You can fly off my show, but you but can't take away my freedom. Red like a four. You actually were up here in the Braveheart era. Because <laughs> I went to see you that summer when I lived here. And everyone, let's go around here. We've gone around once. We, how long did that take? Should we go around so, again? That's not long. No, I mean, that was about 15 minutes. Should we just do the same thing again? Yeah. We might as well, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, um, we're going around Edinburgh's Meadows, by the way, in case you wonder what the hell I'm talking about. So, yeah, when I lived here, Braveheart was out. Did you live live here? I lived here for a couple for of years in the mid-90s. Oh, shit. And, uh, I couldn't imagine that. It was, yeah, well, it was that... It was quite a useful. I always thing. imagine, sorry, just quickly, they pack up Edinburgh after August. That's right. Like all these, they're all the tenement buildings. They're fake just buildings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think think they roll up all the cobbles. Yeah. It was so childish of me to think, oh, it'll be like the festival, Karen living here. And to be fair, Edinburgh stepped up. You know, it's still an excellent place for the arts and still quite 24 hour. The main thing that bubbled up was the, the ant- antipathy towards English people. Yeah. It's much clearer to see when you're living in our season. And Braveheart really brought that home because, the, you know, about the 50th time, yeah. someone who was, you know, my friend said to me, ha, it makes you want to kill an Englishman. <laughs> it started to... Uh, Don't take it to depress me a little yeah, bit. Well, it's only a laugh, isn't it? I was there... I was a lighting designer. That was my job before this. Right. All right. And I was doing a it's bit flashy. It's, it's a bit flashy. Yes. Hey! I, huh? If I had said that around my taggies, then they wouldn't have. They just would have went, what? Smash you in the head with a, with a hammer. You, <laughs> yeah, because that would... See, I'd consider that black belt comedy. Um, it's a type of comedy, as a comic, you can only use around comics. So you can't use your black belt comedy around everyday people. So, like, give an example of black belt comedy. My wife goes... Please don't talk to the people inside the school, which are black belt comedy stuff. Right. Just use the kind of, just do, do what they do. Entry right. level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So they're all talking away. Now, in jiu-jitsu, I'd hurt my, I'd broken my little finger. Actually, on Conor McGregor's coach, John Kavanagh. Right. He broke my finger. My fault, though. I held on to him. Right. Okay. And he rolled, and I was supposed to go with him. So, to, listen, Conor McGregor's someone's big in the fighting world, isn't he? UFC. Yes. So I train in his yeah. gym. Wow. In SBG in Ireland. I go in and out of there. And, uh, so does the running either jiu-jitsu, or does it, is it a crossover, or what? Does one help the other, or is it the sort Well, of the running is always my number one, because right. even though I do jiu-jitsu, and it can be really full-on and good for the cardio, I only ever feel really good after a run. Do you know what I mean? You always feel great. I just feel a, yeah, just, it's amazing, isn't it? I feel like fucking hell, I'm so awake now. Endorphins. Yeah, yeah. Just, it just seems to be on that balancing point between physical exercise and uh, you know uh, meditation. And well, the thing about running, especially if you have to, because like, so what? I'll train at 10k. You must train even further. But that's real concentration with your brain. Yeah. To not stop. I think that helps your comedy as well keep writing or keep doing stuff and I always feel like I just feel like it helps everything yeah. it's like you know when I don't run I can really feel it I can feel my whole existence grinding to a halt 
Yeah, and, and some people hate running. They just go, I hate the thing. And they're the people who sh- just shouldn't bother with it. That's they? right, yeah. this guy said to you, <laughs> you know, I really hate it, what should I do? And you really surprised him by saying, well, don't just do stop it. it, mate. Yeah, do something there else. There is other exercise available. People yeah, have go, go for a swim, mate. Go for a swim, I said, do what you like. <laughs> yeah. Don't go, imagine running and hate Yeah, exactly. But yeah. then yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, part of loving it is accepting that it's hard and yeah. at times it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. But that's when you feel good about it because you come back and go, I did that. I mean, I love the idea of going back to your marathon. The idea that you wanted 3.45 yeah. and you got four hours too. Yeah. And somebody doesn't run, it's like, well, that's 17 minutes. But in that 17 minutes, it's oh. like this epic experience. Jesus Christ, I could see it's the novel. clock. It's a novel. Yeah. But yeah. I could see the clock from 3.56 because oh. I was in so much pain. Yeah. And go, come on, the fuck? And I was trying to break the hour. Yeah. And I just went clear. It's so, so dramatic, isn't it, when you see the clock ticking down? Because <laughs> I remember Pierce Morgan being uh, recently on telly saying, you know, second is useless. And, you know, and she was, the other girl was going, yeah, but taking part is what it's all about. But with marathons, all those finish lines are first. Yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah, the absolutely. best thing about it. Yeah, they're all yeah. first. It's you going. <coughs> it's all, it's all valid, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking finished. But also in real life, although that's absolutely true, that's much less of a positive thing than it sounds. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because because people break themselves on that. It's just you and it's just you and your race, it's, and that's it. It's just humans push themselves up. But my God, right? Talk about Irish Paddy Wackery at the finish line. <laughs> Couple of mates. Nick, Nick, Paddy Wackery. Give it a dog a bone. Give the, give, give the Paddy a good time. Uh, oh, I did see that sign quite a lot. Pain is temporary, your time is forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Also, oh, if you injure yourself right, your pain won't necessarily be temporary. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I did find myself walking down backwards downstairs for the next day. <laughs> the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus yeah. Christ. The people around you thinking that they were living backwards. <laughs> So anyway, we go over the finish line. I get me medal. There's all, you know, there's lines of... Uh, they're like hung up like coats, all the medals. Yeah. And the guys are just hanging them on people. And there was about four sets of them. Yeah. You know, one staggered all the way down. I look down. My Irish mates are behind me. What's he do? Puts his medal in his pocket. Goes up the next one. Gets another one. <laughs> Comes out with three fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in the pub going, look at that. Going, you absolute I think shit. you missed the point of this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stolen. And, oh yeah, oh, by the way, a bit of a tip uh, on the 5K thing. That's $60 to run. Or you just jump over the fence. Oh, what, on the day before? Yeah. That's a good tip, though. What, the charge is $60 to run it, though? Yeah. Wow. So jump over the fence with your number. Yeah for the marathon yeah and off you go and I'm not joking yeah I've seen nobody do it right apart from the six of us the paddy wax at it again going up paying 60 fucking dollars because he paid yeah yeah because someone jumped over the fence in the London Marathon this year to get from 14 miles to 22 miles those oh. Towie stars, wasn't it? Reality TV stars. Yeah. Oh, they're singing. Oh, I, I've thought of something no one else has thought of before. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, no, I forgot about the Black Dog comedy story. Yeah, go on then, yeah. Sorry. So you're there with your, with your finger. Outside, yeah. Rugby training. My son's rugby training. One of the girls is telling the story. And the guys are the girls. You know, parents. Yeah. Very much at a white, white, white belt level of comedy. <laughs> so, talking and giggling, right? And one of them said, she's a really good runner. And she goes to me, you're training. I said, not at the moment. I've hurt my finger so I can't, uh, can't roll, which is what you do in jiu-jitsu. And she went, oh, roll, you can't roll, what? Looking at all the others, needing sex. All right. And uh, I went... Oh yeah, kind of thinking, just keep giggling. Right. And she went, what? Rolling with Brendan, what? You can't roll. <laughs> and then I went, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she says, uh, oh yeah, then she finished going. Her last line was, so you hurt yourself rolling. Yeah. Right? Doing the sex thing. And I said, no, no, no. See, I always see my wife up the arse. <laughs> Straight and in. No laughter. <laughs> shock on faces. That's yeah. probably a fifth down answer. Schoolgate humour. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So that's a school drop off. Yeah. They were all going. <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's, that's like like that injury from the marathon that lasts forever. They don't just. They're not just offended there and then. They think about you differently from that moment to the end oh. of their lives. The shock lasts forever. <laughs> so they know not to say anything not to me. So <laughs> that was definitely a thing that we do because you know because we do our stand up and that's all done. It's all done for the people. But the next level is normally quite dark with us. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, stand-ups forget they spend so much time with stand-ups that <laughs> other people don't joke like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you see it a lot in real comedy, don't you? Yeah, Particularly yeah. among, you know, less experienced comics. They just do jokes and they're like, what? Why is no one laughing? It's because all your mates are comedians. Yes. And they know what's going to happen. <laughs> but equally, right at the other end of things, sometimes you really want people to go in at what you think is white belt level and yeah. do like a blindingly obvious joke. Oh. You know, someone will say to you, uh, set you up in Edinburgh doing a show and I was like no I'm in uh, Tahiti 
doing a Tahiti French festival. Yes. And they go, oh, really? Is there one? And like, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's oh, pretty basic stuff. I did a thing the other night, but tell me if somebody else has done this, because it's quite an obvious... I do a thing about uh, not being able to be a celebrity as a comic, because my family dragged me down all the time, right? Yeah. And I say, like my 16-year-old would walk into the room, come up to me and go... You're not even fucking funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then high five his mum. That's, the, yes, that's yes. a good laugh, right? Then I did this and I say, even my nan has been at me. She comes up to me and goes, Are you still doing the comedy with inverted commas with her fingers? Yeah. <laughs> and I go, I thought that was pretty nasty. So I realised a couple of months later, it was, she was being nice. It was just her arthritis in her hands. Right. <laughs> that was doing the inverted commas. So. Yeah. I don't know if somebody else has done it, but they're, done they're still staring at me, <laughs> going, sorry? <laughs> and I've literally had to do it again, going, you know, See, because of our comedy, <laughs> arthritis, and they're kind of going, and then it's too late. So, so this is a good question, good point to ask. How's the show going at Edinburgh, Jeff? Well, this is... is it, are you having fun with it? You always do really well here, don't you? Yeah, and you, I think... You, you're a bit of a colossus here, aren't you? Yeah, but that's because, I mean, I've sold the most amount of tickets for an act in Edinburgh ever since it started. It's amazing. No, you know why? Good record here all the time. They won't fuck off. Right. <laughs> right? And that's the Irish answer. If I was an American, I'd go, it's such an achievement. But my Irish answer is, it's like, I won't no, stop collecting Pokemon it's cards. Great, it's great, though. It's, it's great. Yeah, the, a lot I mean, of guys have come through it would want that. That's amazing. Yeah, people come a lot. you still got to sell the tickets. Yeah, and it's got to be a new show every year. Yeah, yeah. easy. And so... Uh, when I started out, I used to do a lot of prop stuff because my memory was really bad with the stand-up. Right. And then moving around London and with also props. your memory was really bad with the stand-up, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think most prop acts just developed because of a bad memory? Probably. I'd say Tommy <laughs> Cooper was exactly that because he was always drinking. So he could just look down and go, right, it's That's the bottle. That's the next gag, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The spoon next. That's what I was doing. And, but when I stopped kind of doing a lot of props was when I was carting a pair of mannequins' legs on the tube, yeah. like, around to gigs. Starts to look a bit suspicious. Well, it? I just couldn't carry them anymore. So, this... I carry a heavy guitar bag and pedals yeah. to all my gigs, well, and uh, this that. is filling me with shame. <laughs> well, um, so anyway, I called this show Jason Byrne Propped Up. decided to bring all my prop love back. And I've got like yeah, because on the poster you're leaning against a massive rubber duck. Yes. Is it real? Is there a real one? There is a real one, but he's not that big. Ah. So that's good though. But on the tour he will be. Yeah. Because I asked for one here and they're like, eh, I don't know where we're gonna get it. So <laughs> there's somebody making it for me. But there's loads of props in the show, and the audience get up and join in with them. And it's one of my favourite shows this time because how many shows have you done? Up here? Yeah. 21. Excellent. So, no, because 21 was the competition, 20, 19 solo shows. 19 solo shows. So, uh, just 19. Wow. Yeah, just 19. Uh, so, I, uh, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have some fun. Like, I think that we get so head up in the comedy, intense and going, Jesus, I hope this is going to be good. Yes. Gonna get, yeah, 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 this yeah. has got to link into this. This has got to, oh, Jesus. But all the people want is a fuck. They just want to laugh for yeah, a Have a bit of fun. Because yeah. so, I don't do, I never have a, um, any kind of narrative or list shape to my show. Yeah, I just I, do stuff. And well, the moment I realise you don't have to do that, it was such a relief. Yeah, but that's what I've done here. I've just had loads of props. I just jump in and out of them if I get time for the hour. Yeah. yeah. And I just, just, all the pressure seems to be gone. It's like I've burst this boil. But it's also, like, you've got to have a sense of 
how props are fun in, in, a, in a comedy way because sometimes when you see like a play or something particularly like a pity might see a theatre show it could be really good yeah. but actors when I used to direct theatre and actors just hate props yeah. you know see them with the easiest prop like a jug of water or something <laughs> and this look of fear goes into their eyes that's because they find it hard to say their lines and move yeah exactly so that's the hardest thing for you're them. as if you recognise that props are a laugh it's like a oh, oh, one just the, the fact that you're using them is part of the joke in itself isn't it just the kind yeah, well, of the absurdity of what you're yeah there's a joy what you're picking up well my favourite prop on the uh, this show is probably the best thing I've ever written in my life and it's three deal or no deal boxes Right. You know the red boxes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With one, five, two written on them, whatever. And sometimes they don't get opened in the night. Yeah. But these girls the other night were wrecking my head. And I was doing a quiet bit. And they were going, Jason! And people in that area were going, tell them to shut up. Right. And I went, no, no, leave her, leave her. It's okay. Look, listen. Let's make friends. Well, I tell you what, you could win a prize. And she goes, oh, okay. And the crowd are kind of going, don't let her. So I went, no, it's okay. She's all right. Let's make friends. So I said, pick a number. And she sits up and she goes, five. And so I go to the box. Yeah. Open the lid. It goes, dinner, dinner, dinner. And cunt is written on the top of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I then <laughs> shut the box and music stops. And I don't ever say it in the bedroom again. It is That's the nice. best. So what I've done, so I'm going to bring that on. So for the tour, uh, I've got a countdown uh, board. Yeah. And <laughs> the same person will go, sorry, that was mean. But let's try something else. <laughs> my voice, voiceover. And I'll go, go ahead. And my voiceover goes, oh, uh, constant, please. <laughs> constant. There's only four letters. And it's obviously C U N T spelled wrong. Yeah. And then I go, hit the music. He goes, do 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 And then my voice goes, I've got a rope before. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's been That's nice. nice. So that's just a little bit of proppy thing. I'm hosting Comedy Countdown as we speak. Oh, are you? No one's dropped a C-bomb yet. Oh, oh, oh. although, it's you know, of time. you get a lot of actual uh, Countdown fans in. So, uh, they might be a little bit upset. Where are you doing that? Uh, go to Balloon. Oh, cool. It's a erstwhile late show, but I've taken over hosting it from Dan Atkinson. Because I do love a quiz. Well, well we I did the weakest link. Oh, great days. Jesus Christ, remember that, you brainy bastard? <laughs> did you win that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well done. That's what actually started me off um, doing the fundraising for Parkinson's UK. Well, I, I was my dad Parkinson's, but that's the first time oh. I made any money for them. Well, I was there. Basically, that day, I just couldn't hear what she was saying. Do you remember the speakers were in the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. And I kept going to her. Sorry, what? <laughs> she was going, repeating the question. I was wasting time. But I think I got voted off fourth. So I was quite pleased. It was hilarious. It was difficult for me because you were hilarious and you were next to me. Well, So I was standing laughing too much to do it properly. I, I kind of clicked with her because I love fucking evil old women. So I had good And also, she's faking the meanness, isn't she? We really got a smile yes! laughing. She's so nice. Yeah. I was going, God, that's brilliant. Very clever, nice woman. Yeah. I'd say she'd be an excellent stand-up. Like a dry yes. wish. Yeah, she would. Miserably yeah. dark. She did something with uh, Marcus Briggstock, then she and they got on she's not, she's not giving in on this, is she? Sorry, cyclists. She was having it it's straight into her. Yeah, people uh, run on psychopaths. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so where are you at where you're running now then, Jack? So you're just chilling with it. Yeah, Start I'll go. Do you have any races? You, have you got any? Yeah, um, I'm going to probably do the half marathon in Dublin in September. Right. But I'm never going to go further. Right. Well, I'm not going to say never. No in more case something happens. No, I just felt 
I didn't have time for the training. You've got to do London. It's a long way. Yeah, but what happened was I was on tour trying to find two-hour runs. Yeah. Every city I went to. Yeah, yeah. Near the end. But what I did learn was I'll never do more, just for me, because I think everybody's different. Yeah. I'll never do more than 16 miles. Right. Before the marathon again. And I won't run. I won't run. Uh... Two weeks before the marathon at all. Right. Not at Just all. Just really rest. Yeah. Not, Absolutely. Not, because you can't Beyond lose your fitness. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. You can overtrain too near it, definitely. And yeah. then, the other thing was, the guy said to us, just cover yourself in Vaseline on the day. And I put it in my socks. Instead of clothes? No. Uh, I, I had a little sock very, thing for me cock. Very important. <laughs> so, Vas- yeah, everywhere the skin Vas- needed. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the best one was in the socks. And uh, I didn't get a single blister. Oh, nice. You, Felt weird for a little bit. Yeah, no, no blisters. Well done, boys. Well, that was good fun. Oh, yeah, we well, ran just over three fun. miles in 35 minutes. It was lovely. That's all right. That's cool. Well, that's Thank a nice you. pace. Nice, nice. And yeah, it was relaxed. a good pace. Nice and relaxed. So, uh, yeah, pneumonia sweats out into the hat. That's look. great, and you're running through a cold. It's great running through a cold. Oh, you're on Twitter, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, put your mic back my mouth while I ask oh, you. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. That's okay. But you are on I'm Twitter. Trying not to leak on your fucking. Yeah, just uh, just use it like uh, you know, like Terry Wogan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am on Twitter. I'm on, I'm on um, at the Jason Byrne. At the Jason Byrne. Yeah, because there's a. So there's many Jason Burns yeah. in the world. Yeah, I, I, have, I have a little blue tick. I've got a joke in my set about how you can follow Rob Deering on Twitter. Yeah. He is an attorney in San Diego. So that's, uh, <laughs> well, if anybody wants to go on the website of jasonburn.com, he's a magician in Vegas. <laughs> you need to get together, you and know. You'd be fine. Well, I was doing a show where he surprise Skyped me. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And he did a car trick on did Skype. Oh, that sounds But great. as he moved the cards, he took them out of shot. Right. And brought them back that's in. That's no and then went, that's is this no your good. card? I was going, well, anybody could have done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just literally that's took not impressing it. Me, mate. I was like going four diamonds, and he literally went rummage, rummage. I went, I just took him out. And went this one. Went yeah. <laughs> Assuming you don't get a lot of work. So in don't Vegas. follow him, but go to the Jason Byrne or yeah. at Runcom Pod because not that many people follow us on Twitter. Well, I'm gonna I'll stick it up. Facebook. We're all over Facebook. Do you know yeah. what you should? Do? I mean, and I'm always kicking myself for not doing this because I've trained in New Zealand, Australia. All around Britain, mm. like I fe- the best run I ever found. If any, this if you ever get to it, it's in Aberdeen. Right. I was asking on Twitter where can I run during the marathon, and they said run the railway track. I went, what the hell is that? So it starts at the back of these council houses. It's yeah. a railway track filled in with tarmac. Right, it sounds. And great. it's a dead flat path. Right. And it go, you end up like I ran two hour, t- uh, no, an hour and a half out. Yeah. And it was I was in the mountains. Yeah, sounds yeah, but flat. in mountains. Well, in I know flat, the, I know flat, flat places to run here, which in Edinburgh is quite impressive. I got there's, there's a yeah. really good canal one and a oh, really old railway runs. here. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, Des Bishop and John Bishop were telling me about those. Should do them. It has to be. I mean, you think of me as a bishop if you want to take my word on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but listen, the uh, yeah, I should have stuck a GoPro on me going around New Zealand That's and Australia yeah, and just saying, yeah, here's yeah. all these runs. Yeah, yeah. If I do it, I'll link in tears, lads, and then we can all uh, ring up Nike and go give us money. Yeah, that's of course. That's dear Nike. About. Yeah, dear I think that's Nike. all you have to do. A percentage of your profits. They're sitting on money. Yeah, you just yeah. have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> People never know. <laughs> dear Nike. So who are you waiting for now? Just oh, another commit. But let, we'll, we'll, let's wrap this up. Thank yeah. you so much. No, yeah, thanks a million. That. That was really and nice. Enjoy the rest of your Edinburgh. I'm really glad I did that. Good luck getting through your cold. I'm going to run back home because if I cool down now, I'll get pneumonia. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, boys. Concern and 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Boom, 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 boom,